Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hit me with it again. One, one more time. Okay, so something like this. Will you be sharing your Thanksgiving table with anyone you disagree with politically? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Is that I'm, the final? Mm, this mm. is now for tomorrow. This is for Thanksgiving. This is Correct. not obviously for today. Not for today. Because I am going in a totally different direction today. Correct. Yeah, this is, I want it to be Thanksgiving themed, mingling themed, mm. uh, breaking bread, butter knife away. Will you be mingling this Thanksgiving with anyone you disagree with politically? Say it, say it the first way. Will, Will you, you be sharing your Thanksgiving table, table with anyone you with disagree anyone, with? With anyone you disagree, with whom you disagree politically. Make it that way. With whom you disagree politically. Will you be sharing, sharing your, your Thanksgiving th- table? Slower, TC. Will you be sharing (laughs) your Thanksgiving table table. with anyone you wanted me to say with whom somewhere with any will you be sharing your thing? This is what goes on, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) When do we start the show? One one more time. Will Will you you be be sharing sharing your Thanksgiving Thanksgiving table with anyone you disagree with politically? Yeah, I guess with anyone with whom you disagree no, politically no. doesn't do no, with. We should try to cut it down, whiffs. not bring it up. Okay. You've yeah, that, that'll asked be. This, you've asked this question in the past on Thanksgiving, haven't you? At Smirconish.com? Something similar. Something I, similar, but not exactly like this. If you had those uh, if you had those archive results, I'd be curious to see how they would change year over change, year. Yeah, that that's question. a good point. Interesting. That's a good point. So okay, not mingling, it. sharing. Shelve it. All right. That's 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 what we're going to do for tomorrow. Yes, sir. For tomorrow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we look forward to tomorrow, I am sorry to begin your Thanksgiving weekend on a downer. And on this day, if it were a political issue, I'd feel differently. But on this day, I I feel no joy in my soothsaying abilities. Yesterday, in a discussion about Club Q, the Colorado Springs shooting, the drag show, the five dead, the hero, Richard Firo. We talked yesterday with Juliet Kayam about uh, the whole notion of run-hide fight and whether it needs to be reevaluated. In the course of the conversation, I expressed frustration along the lines of, here we go again. And I said, I fully expect to have another conversation like this with all of you Maybe sooner than later if there's a copycat. And here we are. And I, I, no, I can't say definitively that today, literally last night in Virginia, would not have happened but for Colorado Springs. But if not, it's a hell of a coincidence. And then again, these mass shootings are happening with such regularity that, frankly, it's hard to know where one timeline ends and another timeline begins. You know, how much time has to go off the clock that, that you are beyond what could be considered a copycat scenario? I refer to the fact that six people are dead, an assailant is dead in a Walmart shooting in Virginia, a total of seven. This is in Chesapeake, Virginia from Tuesday night. 
The latest reports say that the gunman was a manager at the store who snapped and started capping people in the staff room. Police said that the gunman was among the dead, though they did not specify whether he turned the gun on himself. It's it's a, an evolving situation. Don't hold me to the facts as I'm presenting them now because it's all very raw and oftentimes the first reports are just not accurate. The AP, even as I come on air, uh, has yet to confirm the detail about the shooter being a manager. Quote, it was not clear who the shooter was or what the motive might be. But it happened. It happened three days after a person opened fire at a gay nightclub in Colorado, killed five people and wounded 17 others. And of course, earlier this year, you know, the nation was shaken by the death of 21 when a gunman stormed the elementary school in Uvalde. And the fact that it's a Walmart brings back memories of another Walmart shooting in 2019 when a gunman was targeting Mexicans and opened fire in El Paso and that time killed 22. So my Debbie Downer of a poll question today at Smirconish.com, and I peaked, and I don't normally peak, but right before beginning the program, I was curious to know, uh, are people taking to this? And the answer is they are, and maybe the outcome will surprise you. Is it time to acknowledge that mass shootings are a permanent part of American life. And we kind of are. We, we kind of are. I, I was on CNN early this morning talking politics, you know, talking about Mike Pompeo as a presidential candidate and Mike Pompeo and what he said about Randy Weingarten, the head of the teachers union. And I was convinced I was going to get bumped. I, I was booked last night when I woke up this morning and recognized the news of the shooting in Virginia. I thought, well, you know, that that segment's going to get canned. The combination of Club Q and uh, a new shooting at a Walmart in Virginia, I'm sure they'll scrap it. But they didn't scrap it. And I didn't get bumped. And I'll tell you something else. There's there's no one more of a fan of Howard than yours truly. And yet for the last nearly hour at least every time I looked up, uh, no commercial interruption, Howard Stern was interviewed on Morning Joe by Joe and Willie. And they didn't break for the events of Virginia last I'm not being critical of, of Morning Joe and the decision to program Howard, and I'm not being critical of CNN's determination to keep me in the, in the mix this morning. Uh, it's not dominant. It's, is it being covered? Is it a lead item? It is. Is it dominating the news? It is not. And let me tell you something else. It's not a busy news cycle today. It is, it's not as if there are a number of stories that are competing for attention. I mean, the Idaho situation, there's like nothing new in Idaho. Maybe the presence of a dog. I didn't know that. People have begun to travel. So maybe this is what it looks like to say, hey, you know what? This is part and parcel of living in the United States of America. And I'm not saying it in a critical way. I'm really just saying it in more of an observational manner. Like, you know, cue the thoughts and prayers. And maybe now we'll just skip the part of calling on politicians to do something. Because they're not going to do anything. Instead, we acknowledge that we've come to realize this is the price we're going to pay. We're not happy about it. We're not happy about it. Many of us like to make the changes necessary, but this is it. This is the price we're going to pay to live in the United States of America because we have an enshrined gun culture. 
protected by the way in which the Second Amendment has been interpreted. I'm not railing here. I'm not working myself into a lather the day before Thanksgiving on on, on this issue. I'm just kind of stepping back and saying, you know what? We're accepting, not accepting, that's a bad word. We're acknowledging that this is the way it is. We don't accept it. We wish it weren't the case. But as a society, we're not going to do that which is probably necessary. I say probably only because some of you are going to say, oh, you know, it's not the guns that kill people. It's people that kill people. Yeah, well, our people kill a lot more than the people of any other place on Earth. It's because of accessibility. It's too easy to get a weapon in this country. And the way in which the Second Amendment was interpreted in the Heller case, the, the 2008 5-4 Supreme Court decision, I made reference to it yesterday, the, 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 the simplistic takeaway is that the Second Amendment was read as guaranteeing an individual right to possess a firearm apart from, independent of, service in any kind of a state militia. Because to read the Second Amendment, I don't even feel like doing this again because we've gone through this a million times, but to read the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Why have the former a well-regulated militia if the latter, the right of people to bear arms, is unrelated? It, it makes no sense to me to, to partition the 27 words of the Second Amendment. It's, it's an amendment that speaks of uh, you know, a post-revolutionary war militia, state militia. That's not what we have today. But the way it was interpreted by Justice Scalia and four others on the court was to say, no, 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 there's an independent right to a firearm. Scalia argued that the operative clause of the amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed and that it codified an individual right that derives from English common law. And so the majority in Heller, I don't want your eyes to glaze over, I don't want my eyes to glaze over, but the majority in Heller said that that preamble a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state is consistent with this interpretation when it's understood in light of the framers' belief that the most effective way to destroy a citizen's militia is to disarm the citizens. Here, one more crack at Heller, and then I'm moving on. From, from the decision itself, held, the Second Amendment protects an individual right to possess a firearm unconnected with service in a militia. There it is. And to use that arm for traditionally lawful purposes such as self-defense within the home. The amendment's prefatory clause announces a purpose but does not limit or expand the scope of the second part, the operative clause. I totally disagree with that. The amendment's prefatory clause, a well-regulated militia, The amendment's prefatory clause announces a purpose but does not limit or expand the scope of the second part, the operative clause. Anyway, we already learned what I'm now saying today. And you know when we learned? We learned 10 years ago. Does it feel like a long time or does it feel like, oh, my God, that was 10 years ago? Or no, 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 that was like yesterday. Sandy Hook was 2012. Sandy Hook was 2012. 
a 20-year-old, how often have we heard this fact pattern now, a 20-year-old, in this case, murders 20 six- and seven-year-olds. 26 all, to, all told, plus the shooter and his mother. I don't count the shooter. I count the mother. Um, but come on, that, that, that was the wake-up call. I guess it's taken me 10 years. Like That was the wake-up call. If nothing happened, if nothing happened after Sandy Hook, then what makes us think that anything would happen after Club Q or the Walmart now in, in Chesapeake, Virginia? So, okay, you say to me, Michael, tell, tell me again what that poll question is. And tell me exactly what you mean by it. The poll question is, is it time to acknowledge that mass shootings are a permanent part of American life? Okay, so what does acknowledgement look like? It's not a surrender. You know, we we get defensive. We enhance security, security in our homes, security in our workplaces, security wherever we gather. We harden targets like schools, you know, we try to implement background checks. We try to restrict some weapon access. We, we try to do the sort of things that President Biden signed into law uh, back in June. Remember, it was described then, the bipartisan Safer Communities Act, it was described then as the most significant gun control bill in three decades. What did it actually do? It enhanced background checks for gun buyers 21 years of age. It provided billions for mental health services. It closed the so-called boyfriend loophole to prevent convicted domestic abusers from purchasing a firearm for five years. It provided $750 million in grants to incentivize states to start crisis intervention programs. It clarified the definition of a federally licensed firearm dealer, and it created penalties for straw purchases and gun trafficking. So, you know, it it tweaked around the edges about as much as you probably could in a post-Heller world. So we're going to keep doing that sort of thing. We're going to use technology and put it in the hands of law enforcement to try and keep people safe. We're going to empower more Richard Firo's among us. You know, I guess underscore, following up my conversation with Juliet Kayam yesterday, we're going to underscore that maybe it's not run, hide, fight. Maybe it's got to be fight. If you have it in you. I don't know if we have it in us. Who knows? But if you are a Richard Fierro, we need you to fight. We'll train you to fight. But we're going to recognize that in return for keeping a Second Amendment, there's going to be gun violence in the United States not seen in other nations. Because we're not prepared to amend the Constitution. A two-thirds vote of Congress is necessary. That's not happening. And, and I don't see a constitutional convention being called by Congress in response to two-thirds of state legislatures making that demand. It's been since 1992. Good trivia. I didn't remember. When was the last time we amended the Constitution? 1992, 27th Amendment. It had to do with Congress and their ability to vote for their own pay increase. So what am I saying? I am saying we have a Second Amendment. It is here to stay. There's no way of two-thirds of the Congress voting to amend it. I don't see any prospect of change from the Supreme Court of the United States post-Heller. We've got to change the way we react. We will grieve. We will mourn. We will tweak, 
but we will stop trying to throw the long ball because it's not happening and it's a waste of energy and an emotion. I'm not trying to be callous with regard to the families suffering in Colorado Springs or in Chesapeake, Virginia. But let's stop kidding ourselves. This is it. We live in the United States of America where the people have chosen and the court system has chosen to make this part and parcel of living with one another. Have I bummed you out? Go vote at Smirconish.com. Is it time to acknowledge that mass shootings are a permanent part of American life? They're not going anywhere. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Hey, my opening comments notwithstanding, I wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. Hope it's safe and you enjoy family and friends and have a nice holiday weekend. Bob, you're in Syracuse, New York. Greetings. What are you thinking? Well, my thinking is is that uh, I think our whole society's priorities are kind of screwed up. Uh, you know, we, we complain about the shootings and mass shootings all over the place. Uh, I just don't think that we value life uh, as it should be. Uh, case in point, many of the uh, Republicans didn't get uh, voted in because they didn't support the abortion issue. So our country just loves to kill. And, uh, you know, we say thoughts and prayers and all that stuff, but do we really mean it? I mean, people sit there and they take their selfies in the Grand Canyon and they're here and everywhere else. But how many people take a selfie out in front of a church and post it? Uh, I've never, I haven't seen that many people sit there and take a selfie of, of themselves in front of a church. I think subconsciously, so, I think subconsciously, we've already, we've already done what it is I'm raising. I'm just making us realize today we've reached a point where we are not accepting. That's a bad word, but we've come to terms with the fact that this is who we are as a society. Yeah, we've we've accepted death as as it's yeah. okay to it's okay okay. To okay. You know what? I think I'll take that. I I think I think I'll take it the way you the way you said it. I think we we have at a certain level we've made a trade off and we've said yeah okay, but that's what we're gonna do. Uh, Dan, you are so bummed that you can't even vote on today's poll question. Yeah, because I feel like I'm a realist and I want to say no, but like I I know in reality it's probably yes. And that's just disappointing to, to think about. And I feel like if if we were watching this in a third world country or a Middle Eastern country, we'd say they have a problem with terrorism. 
Yes. Or they have a problem with the rule of law. But um, here it's okay that we use one single item, the AR-15, to do it all, and we just accept it. It's, it just doesn't, it doesn't sit well. Yeah, it's the kind of story today that in a different era in this country, it would be it would be a stunner. And for days we would talk about, my God, what happened in that Walmart in Virginia? It's a blip today. It's a blip. And we still don't even know all the facts. And it's not like something else is going on that it's taken all the oxygen out of the room for it. It's 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 just not. Hi, Dave, you're in Chicago. What did you want to contribute today? Hi, Michael. Um the thing that upsets me the most is that, you know, we just went through the midterms, and Republicans were, one of their major, major hitting points was on crime, which I understand. But the reason the crime, a lot of the crime is so bad is because we have so much access to these weapons, and yet they're the ones who are not willing to do anything about it. It's like I get very frustrated because it's, it's like a circular issue. Um and they're not willing to do anything for it. I, I just, I just don't understand our society. Sometimes, you know, we we have such beautiful dreams, and yet we also harbor such horrible nightmares at the same time. It's it's just a a weird thing, and it just seems like it just seems like they're not willing to ever even admit that there's a problem with it. A and non it's frustrating to me. A non fatal subway shoving will command much more attention than the death at the Walmart in Virginia last night. That's the reality. It's, if there's footage, if there's footage, like show it on a loop instead of the Walmart footage. Lisa, you're in Florida. Greetings. What are you thinking today? Hi, Hi Michael. Well, first Hi. of all, you started out talking about, um, about the... Uh, I, I was thinking about how... So, I'm sorry. Uh, Gather your thoughts. Well, hang on. Just wipe, wipe the... Wait, wipe the slate clean. Catch your breath. We're in no rush. Tell me what you want to say. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, you were talking about whether it was a copycat. And my feeling is, who ca- number one, uh, who cares? Because they're just, they just keep happening. What difference does it make if it's a copycat or not? Secondly, correlation is not necessarily causation. You know, we, we, we just don't know. I mean, and how, you, how do you draw those parallels unless they're exact with each person? Um, I'm I'm really a pessimist about all of this. I think there are so many guns out there. I would love to see Biden's proposals work. I would love to see buyback programs for guns work. But I, if if any of that's going to uh, show anything, uh, any difference, make a difference. Nah. It's not going to be for a long, nah. long time. Nah, not going to. It's it's not going to. That's that's pretty much what I'm saying. These are these are you all are, these are all band aids. These are all band-aids. Right. We're not we're not going right. to perform the surgery necessary. No, I agree with you. And it's and, really really sad. It's just really pathetic. I was and I was simp- thank you Lisa. I was simply saying relative to copycats that I was simply saying that yesterday I said, you know, I I worry and I worry about tomorrow. I worry about Friday. A lot of people are going to be out. A lot of people are out. A lot of people are going to be out in very public settings, shopping, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Concerns me. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Thank you so much for your patience. It's a lightning round because lots of people want to get in. I'm going to begin in Pennsylvania with another Michael from Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Michael. What did you most want to say? Hey, Mike. Good talking to you, and I appreciate you taking my call. Um, two points. Um, one, I think the the main issue is the, our social climate Um for the last 20 years, first shooter games um, that glorify that kind of, you know, behavior have taken off. Um, society doesn't really do anything about it. Um, all the kids play that. Um, and it almost seems like they're immersed in this other world. And it doesn't seem like a far stretch to, you know, turn that into reality, I'm sure, for some um, kids. But, but um, Michael... Michael, kids play those games yeah. all over the world. They don't. They're not committing. They're not committing murder like they are in the United States. Is it a factor? I'm sure that. it's a factor. I'm sure it's a factor. Oh, I agree. I you know, I don't really have a a good solution to that. I mean, taking guns away might solve some of that, but it's not going to stop you know them. If somebody wants to you know commit a heinous act like that. Um, we just seen it in Idaho. We don't understand that one right now, but, you know, somebody went yeah. in with a knife, killed four just people. Too, I mean, too... I know it pales in comparison to the other one. I'm not trying to make a comparison. Um, I get it. You're saying, it's... you're saying, I got to keep moving. There are societal, cultural influences. I'm sure there are, no doubt. Mark, Oklahoma, what did you most want to say? Hey, Michael, thanks for the call. Love your show. Thanks. Um, I'm tired of being angry about this. Um, me, t- me too. What's an average Joe... What's an average Joe to do? Hello? I was sipping uh, my coffee. I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm listening. I was taking a quick sip of coffee. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I live in one of the reddest states there is, and uh, I, I get a hold of James Langford, our senator. I, you can send him an email, and I usually do a copy and paste of a news article of a shooting, and I say, what are you going to do about it? And... Uh, besides giving your thoughts and prayers, and he typically just responds, well, it's a terrible thing, but uh, we we just don't want to take the rights away from responsible yeah. gun owners. And just That's exactly so right. Of it. That's exactly where we are, and it's not going to change. Jerry, Cape Cod, greetings. What did you want to say today? Hi, Michael. Thanks for taking my hey. call. First sure. of all, I want to invite TC to come visit us in Chatham. <laughs> TC, would you like anyway, to visit him in Chatham? Sounds absolutely fabulous. I wish I was there right now. <laughs> well, anyway, we lived in Virginia for about 15 years or so, and when we first moved there, we couldn't believe that you can go to the mall and there are guys out there selling guns on tables. Yeah. My, my, but, but 
Michael, you know, you, you go to the buy a bottle of uh, wild turkey with love, and you need to go to a special store. And mm-hmm. you can't be going around selling. You can't be going around selling wild turkey. Why can't we have laws like that where the the, the government is is going to sell you the firearm? And and what what gives you the right to sell your own firearm to somebody else? To me, it's you know, it's so true. In in Pennsylvania, we have a state control of of liquor, although it's loosened in my lifetime. But uh, you're right. You would think that if, if there's something the state ought to be selling, it would be the state selling the guns. But I'm sure someone would say, "Oh no, that's at odds with." A well-regulated militia, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, by the way, Jerry, I hope, has purchased a TC Strong tank top. I can tell you this, special's coming on oh, oh Monday my. for Cyber Monday. So for Cyber Monday. participating par- in Cyber I, yes, Monday. I know. Can you imagine? I am participating this in is, Cyber Monday. This is huge news. I wasn't sure whether to go with, like, Small Business Tuesday oh. or Cyber Monday. Oh. I'm all in on Cyber Monday. More details to come. So you're not releasing exactly no. what the special is? No, or but are, you'll, or... you're going to be part of it. TC uh, Strong TC T-shirts. Strong. Tank tops. Fabulous. There you go. So get ready. I'm Mike, ready. in Toronto, greetings. Thinking what today about this gun violence in the United States? Well, it'd be nice to get the uh, proper uh, uh, facts about, uh, you know, are they legal gun owners? And that guy in Colorado... Uh, he shouldn't have never been able to buy one, but because of, uh, you know, the, the uh, how can we know what he did after he bought the gun and shot people? But, uh, you know, the FBI uh, and the uh, government, you know, because of the laws can't. Uh, what is your what, respectfully? What is your point? Like, what is it? What is it you're, you most like? Just say it. What is it you want to say? Well, that guy shouldn't have got the gun to begin with. So, whatever none reason, none of them should have got, got the guns. Hello? Uh, yeah, I say none of them should be getting these type of guns. You don't have this problem. You're calling me from Toronto. Canada has a has a gun culture, but not the kind of stuff that goes on in the United States. What's the difference? This is Lloyd in Williamstown, Massachusetts. Hi, Lloyd. Hi. You're wrong about the nothing can happen. Uh, two justices on the Supreme Court have to change. Heller was a five to four decision. You know the the when decided. You just articulated why it was wrong when decided. Just two justices have to change, and it can be overruled, uh, and it can happen relatively soon. It wouldn't take 49 years like Dobbs overrule. It wouldn't take uh, as long as Korematsu. It could happen very quickly, five to ten years from now. Geez, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I just I'm so frustrated by the way in which it was decided. It's completely nonsense. You teach constitutional law. I do. I do. And so one of the one of the things about that was in in the debate between uh, Scalia and Breyer. Breyer pointed out that the right to bear arms was a military term. In the late, you know, 18th century. And, you know, Scalia, the great, you know, strict constructionist said, well, okay, I don't care about that this time. Uh, So this can change very quickly. Just two justices. And I'd, I'd like to think that even these justices, you know, could change their mind, given the carnage that's occurring right now. I, I would be uh I would be shocked if those who drafted it, those responsible for the Second Amendment, if they recognized the way it's been applied. 
I'm trying to say I think they, they would be mortified by our interpretation. Did I lose Lloyd? I think I I'm lost here. him. No, oh, I, no. I, I agree. Oh, oh. That's why I say even these justices could change. I mean, okay. I'd like to think that in the basis of all of this carnage, you know, you know, they, they even they could change. Lloyd, thank you. Appreciate you weighing in. Your glass is half full. I hope you're right and I'm wrong. Uh, Mike, you're in Atlanta. Greetings. Thinking what today? Hey, Mike, I'm going to take a different uh, view on this with you. And, and uh, to answer your question or your poll question directly, no, we can stop these. We're choosing not to. We're taking the wrong approach of blaming a thing for a human action. Um, the second part of that, I think this is this is where people who aren't fans of the Second Amendment miss what its entire interpretation was. And you're using the First Amendment, which the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment was designed to fix. The First Amendment was such a radical idea in human history that people had the free expression of their thoughts, their ideas. Thoughts and ideas lead to governing systems. Thoughts and ideas give you freedom. And our founding fathers recognized that, and they so, so strongly believed in that First Amendment to be free, to say what you want, to believe what you want, that the individual right of a firearm was so that the government could not take away your First Amendment right. It's not about talking. I think that's where people miss it. It is the ability to think what you want, to believe in what you want to believe in without government intrusion. That, my friend, is the core of the Second Amendment. Well, I think that the was really... Is, it yeah. stops Go government intrusion on uh, when we talk about militias. I think that was really well articulated. I'm not accepting it, but I'm, I'm giving you points for presentation, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike and Jory. So happy Thanksgiving to you, you and yours. You too. You too. You're, just, you're still not going to c- convince me that the Second Amendment is supposed to be interpreted by being parsed as opposed to a well-regulated militia. I can't get that out of my head when I get to the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's tied directly to that. And that's where I disagree with the way in which the Heller case was decided. Well, I love these calls. This is really, really a great uh, conversation, and I hope you're voting at Smirconish.com on the poll question today. The Debbie Downer Thanksgiving weekend question kickoff. Is it time to acknowledge that Mass shootings are a permanent part of American life. Uh, Lloyd thinks I'm wrong. He teaches constitutional law somewhere in New England, I guess. And he thinks that, no, this Supreme Court, we're not going to wait as long as we did for the overturning of Roe, but it could happen. And Heller could be redone. And if Heller's redone and they say, no, 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 they, they were talking about a militia. We don't have a militia. Sky's the limit. Regulate guns. I'd love it if he were right. More calls in just a moment. Spoiled super. Where does he teach? Did he? Does he teach in? In uh, I can't. I can't quite find him. Working on it. I don't see him. Where at, do you think? Harvard Law. I was thinking Williams because yeah. of where he called from, but I can't find him there either. He could be calling under an assumed name. Ah, That's the other thing. A gnome de plume. Right. Exactly. Professor S- Professor Lloyd. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> 